0: Welcome into the ASI Sheepcast, I'm Chase Adams for the American Sheep Industry Association. Well, another WOTUS rule? That may be the case as the Environmental Protection Agency announced on Wednesday that they have and will be asking many federal district courts currently hearing challenges to the Navigable Waters Protection Rule to remand the rule back to the EPA for additional rulemaking. Seeming to equate the lack of federal jurisdiction under the last administration's rule with a significant environmental damage report, the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers say they'll soon initiate a new rulemaking process. In a call with EPA and a number of agricultural groups, including ASI, the agency stressed that while they were intent on drafting a new rule, they did not intend to bring the 2015 WOTUS rule back. Promising to work with ag groups to draft what they called a durable definition of waters of the U.S. that recognized the important role of America's farmers and ranchers uh, was given, but no timeline has been put forward. Many offers of cooperation, though. ASI will continue to engage with the EPA to ensure that the interests of sheep producers are protected in the next iteration of the Clean Water Act rule. Until a new rule is published and finalized, the current navigable waters rule will remain in place. Surface transportation is on the mind in Washington, D.C., with the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee marking up their bill on Wednesday, running into the early hours of Thursday, and the Senate taking up their companion legislation in the Commerce Committee next week. A good opportunity to focus again on the Halls Act offered by Senator Fisher of Nebraska. The Halls Act would address a number of concerns that livestock haulers have with the current hours of service exemptions or lack thereof. It would also provide a 150-air mile back-end exemption for livestock haulers, adding flexibility to finish out a run without having to offload and risk animal health, biosecurity, or the safety of the driver. ASI has supported Senator Fisher's Bipartisan Halls Act. And Until a solution can be found to assure animal welfare for those hauling livestock under the Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, ASI continues to call for a delay in the implementation of the electronic logging device mandate for livestock haulers. The USDA this week responded to the sheep industry's inquiry on the status of the transmissible spongiform encephalopathy, or TSE, rule. In February, a group of eight senators and eight representatives sent letters to the USDA urging the department to reevaluate the TSE rule and prioritize export opportunities for the sheep and lamb industry. Once finalized, the TSE rule would open the door for additional lamb imports into the U.S. from the United Kingdom and others. In their response to the congressional request, the USDA would only say that the administration was in the process of reviewing the rule in accordance with recent executive orders. Finally, ASI, the National Lamb Feeders, and the American Lamb Board, working in cooperation with Texas AgriLife Extension, announced the inaugural sheep industry trailblazers tour. It'll take place September 26th to the 28th in Texas. The tour will feature all facets of the Texas sheep and goat industry and is a collaboration of the National Lamb Feeders Howard Wyman Sheep Industry Leadership School, ASI's Young Entrepreneurs, and the American Lamb Board. Interested individuals 20 years of age and older are eligible to apply to attend the tour. Preference will be given to young entrepreneurs and young producers between the ages of 20 and 40. The application can be found on the National Lamb Feeders website at lambfeedersusa.com. Dot o-r-g. That's a look at this week's ASI Sheepcast. I'm Chase Adams for the American Sheep Industry Association.